You're listening to the Simple Pen Podcast. Pinterest for business advice that goes down smooth and easy. Here's your host, Kate All. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of the Simple Pin Podcast. I'm your host, Kate All, the owner and founder of Simple Pin Media. We are a Pinterest management and marketing company, and we help you find your perfect person on Pinterest. The last two episodes, we've been diving deep into what it looks like to market on Pinterest internationally. We've touched on the Netherlands, we've touched on the UK, and now we're going to focus on our neighbors to the north. Canada. We're going to talk a little bit about how our countries are so closely related to each other. And there is a lot of crossover in how we speak, what we talk about, but we're going to talk about our differences, the holidays, the spellings of words, and how to really market to a Canadian audience, not just in our organic marketing but also in our paid advertising. So I hope that you take away some good tips from this episode about when you post content, the terms that you use, and potentially looking into targeting Canadians through promoted pins. But before we dive into our episode, I just want to let you know that all month long inside the Simple Pin Collective, which is our Pinterest marketing membership community, we are going to be diving deep even more into what it looks like to find your person internationally. What are the hurdles that we have? What are the ways that we can create the best images? Or how do we get into the feeds of people who are we're trying to target, but they're not in our home country? Our Simple Pin Collective is a Pinterest membership community where you can pay month by month and you get a learning library of over 50 videos. You get coaches and mentors that hold you accountable. We have collective connections, which are small little mastermind groups of people really trained to figure out not just Pinterest for their business, but how to incorporate really smart marketing strategies in their business. And then we have two coaching calls per month, one with me and one with an expert. And we have been bringing in some amazing people into our calls to really get you the information that you need to market on Pinterest correctly. So if you want to join the Simple Pin Collective, just go to simplepinmedia.com slash collective. But if you're a little nervous and you're like, Kate, I don't know quite yet how you teach or I don't know a lot about you, I would love for you to sign up for one of our freebies at simplepinmedia.com. And you can find a free resources tab where we have a full keyword guide, a full Pinterest image guide, and lots more material on our site. So you can get to know us the way that we teach and how we invest in Pinterest marketing so that we can stay ahead of the curve and bring you the best, most up-to-date Pinterest marketing advice that is out there. So you can go to simplepinmedia.com and you can find the show notes by going to simplepinmedia.com slash 231. Alrighty, with that, let's dive into talking about how to market to our Canadian friends to the north. Hey, Alex, thanks so much for joining us on the Simple Pin Podcast. Thanks, Kate. Happy to be here. Alrighty, so we are going to dive into all things the US and Canada. And I have to tell you that for a long time, I wanted to be Canadian. <laughs> I, my aunt and uncle live in uh, lower BC. So I spent a lot of time as a kid up in BC. And I, I just thought like, well, they're Canadian. So like, I'm Canadian. So I have a, a strong affection for Canadians. <laughs> well, we'd be happy to have you. Well, thanks. If we could cross the border, <laughs> yeah. I would be there. Yeah. 
Okay, so tell us a little bit about you, your business, and how you got started in Pinterest marketing. Sure. Uh, well, I'm born and raised and still reside here in Montreal. Um, I got my BCom in marketing uh, at McGill, which is uh, conveniently here in Montreal. <laughs> um, then out of university, I got a, a corporate job in film distribution. Um, but I knew that my the nine to five thing wasn't for me. So I got my entrepreneurship degree uh, also from McGill while working full time. So when I had uh, the right idea, uh, I'd be ready to jump on it. So um, on the side, I had a, a passion project uh, called, and it was an affiliate website called uh, Pun Me Up because uh, I love puns. Uh, the cheesier, the better. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I made a list of uh, of pun products, um, and I would link them to uh, Amazon, Etsy, and Redbubble. Uh, stuff like a T shirt with an olive on it that says uh, like "All of you very much," and like uh, a pillowcase of uh, a watermelon, and it says uh, "You're one in a melon." So uh, stuff like that, and. Um, the topics I used were derived from uh, from Google Trends. So I looked up like pun gifts and then it said like pun gifts for a boyfriend. And I saw birthday pun and then birthday pun cards and Valentine's Day puns. So that's where I got like all my ideas from. Uh, it was SEO at its finest. So, um, but I noticed that all my traffic came from Pinterest and uh, how amazing the platform is because, you know, I could post as much as I want for free and as often as I like, and uh, which is fantastic. So, um, plus the SEO is tied together with Google. So, and I think to this day, I'm still on first page of like pun gifts and pun cards and I haven't touched the site in a long time. Yeah, I know. It's incredible. Um but I found out that like running a site full time wasn't for me. Um, I just didn't have the the passion into uh, the whole mechanics of it. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, I like to be, you know, more dealing with people. So, but I did see a career opportunity there. So I found some, uh, some beta clients who uh, I worked for free and then uh, some clients that uh, didn't work for free. <laughs> Uh, so then I quit my nine to five and I have my own agency. So that is awesome. I, I remember in our pro group when you quit your nine to five, it was a celebration in there. Cause that's a big step to take a leap into entrepreneurship from a traditional job. Yeah. Big time. That comfort level is gone, but, uh, it's exciting and, uh, it's, uh, it's cool. It's really cool. Well, what would you say, and I think you have a good perspective in running your own business and then also running the businesses of others and seeing Pinterest traffic from multiple perspectives, but would you say, or what would you say is the biggest difference between Pinterest marketing in the US versus a Canadian business? So US business, Canadian business, is there a difference, not a difference? What's your kind of assessment of that? Um, Marketing... To the U.S. and marketing um, for a Canadian business, uh, there isn't really that big of a difference because uh, it more or less depends on the product and the content that you're marketing for, not necessarily where the business is situated. So, you know, marketing between the two countries is relatively easy because, you know, we have a common language. Uh, Canadian consumers are familiar with U.S. brands because of cross-border shopping. 
we listen to the same music, uh, watch the same movies, more or less, and TV and advertising. So, um, even geographically speaking, I mean, like 80% of the population is like just across the border, like a short drive away. So, um, so there isn't really a big difference between marketing for a U.S. business and for a Canadian business. There is a difference being a Pinterest marketer in Canada, for example. Um, like we have to wait for the Pinterest trends as they roll out. So, um, uh, uh, Pinterest features, sorry. So like Pinterest trends, when it came out in the U S, um, I was, uh, it took like forever. It felt like forever before it got released in Canada because, uh, that's incredible data right there. And, um, so we had to roll out for that, uh, story pins. There was a rollout for that. And, uh, now I have a client who wants to put money behind CBD products, uh, but there's uh, a pilot program in the U.S. that allows promoting hemp products, but it's only available in the U.S. and it'll hopefully expand to Canada soon. So that's that's a little frustration of being a, a Pinterest marketer in Canada. Um, so that's a little difference. So yeah, that that would be difficult to watch, especially as you're in Facebook groups and people are talking about how they're using them and what they're receiving as a kickback for, you know, having them that that would be hard to watch. I would I would concur with that. Um, what would you say are the biggest things to be aware of when marketing to a Canadian audience versus a US audience? Well, if you're if you're marketing to a Canadian audience on Pinterest, uh, as you know, Pinterest has its uh, seasonalities and its holidays. So but Pinterest calls them uh, life moments now. But um but they're basically, well, they're their seasonalities. But uh, a lot of the the life moments in Canada uh, are different. So you have to adjust the timing and the content of the pins accordingly. So like for starters, our Thanksgiving is earlier uh, than the American Thanksgiving. It's based on the, uh, it's based on the harvest season. So uh, it's the second Monday of October. But uh, the good thing is for the pinners, like the food served uh, in both Thanksgiving are similar. So we got the turkey, the stuffing, the gravy, the potatoes, the pie. Uh, so you can use the same content, but you just have to, you know, pin it earlier. Uh, uh, then there's some other events like uh, like the American Veterans Day. Uh, we have it as Remembrance Day, which has its own set of traditions. Um, and they're very different. Um, and also like the long weekend in May uh, in the States is Memorial Day. And in Canada, it's Victoria Day. So there are certain moments like that that have to be uh, adjusted uh, if you want to resonate with uh, with Canadians, um, another thing is that our winters are a lot longer, so they start sooner and they end later. And um, we're called the Great White North for a reason, <laughs> except for uh, well, what happened? What happened in Texas uh, this winter? I mean, it can happen anywhere, I suppose, even in the states. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but um, yeah, ninety-nine times out of a hundred, um, the content that like targets behaviors of like a colder season uh, will reside well in Canada. So. Just one other thing, the non-seasonality things that um, that you have to watch out for when you market to Canadians is that the prices, uh, we everything is a lot more expensive for us when we buy um, online because of the, cur- the currency exchange rate. 
And also, uh, we have to pay sales tax above everything. So you should keep that in mind when you market to Canadians. And with that, um, is there a way... Well, I, I guess that then creates a pretty big hurdle with for product sellers, right? Or how did you do that with your products that you were selling on your other site? Or did you sell physical products on that other site? The other site was an affiliate marketing site. So um, I didn't... Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, exactly. I didn't sell them myself. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's something that uh, I don't think that... Um, Americans really consider uh, when they're pricing things for uh, for Canadians, uh, just because I don't know, it's just not in the mindset. But like uh, a lot of things that you know might be inexpensive, might appear inexpensive for Americans, would appear expensive for us. So we skip out on that. Mm. Okay, you um, listed in the notes too the ethnic diversity. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, so we have a much higher immigration rate, uh, than the U S it's, uh, 23% higher in fact. So this means we have a wide range of like backgrounds and traditions and like cultures. So this all influences consumer behavior. So specifically with regards to like food and recipes, uh, imported products and like various international content uh, is attractive to a lot of Canadians here. So, um, and very many Canadians have a strong sense of belonging to both Canada and the source country. So you can hear somebody say, I'm Canadian, but I'm also Jamaican. Uh, I am, uh, uh, they, they have this, this dual identity like me. I'm Russian, but I'm also Canadian. My friends are Italian, but also Canadian or so, and actually half of the Canadian population also declared being from another ethnic background. So, you can actually declare two ethnic backgrounds here in Canada. So, half of the population here uh, are considered two ethnicities. So, it's a mosaic of cultures here. So, uh, yeah. So, you have lots of different recipes, lots of different traditions. And I bet that trends tool comes in handy for sure. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, so what about slang words? Is it important to use correct terms for Canadian users? Well, what I would do uh, in terms of slang words um, and basically uh, Canadian spelling of words is uh, I would use um, like the masses. Like, for example, Canada, we have 132 uh, million active users, whereas the U.S. has 98. So, um, really, you should play out to uh, what the greater um, population search would look for. Um, so, that's uh, like, for example, uh, I think you guys call it uh, stag uh, or stagette. Uh, I forgot which one is which, but... <laughs> Um, in either case, we know what you mean. Oh, like bachelor or bachelorette? Yeah, parties? that type of thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, we know what you mean. And uh, don't, uh, it won't hurt our feelings. <laughs> 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 what is it? Um, hat. I do know uh, like a toque, right? Versus yeah. we just call it a hat or a cap, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And uh, as you know, the spelling, we spell things differently here. <laughs> Yeah. So like with the, uh, 
the OU. So like it's honor versus, uh, you know, honor, humor, behavior, neighbor. So, um, and then there's also the RE. So we spell it like centered uh, with the RE theater meter and like pajamas also it's pajamas versus pajamas. So, so it's important to keep these things in mind when you're pinning. If you're pinning like primarily for Canadians, then use the Canadian spelling. If you're pinning for Americans, use the U.S. spelling. If you're creating for both, just by default, use the Americans and we know what you mean and we won't be offended. <laughs> That's good. Um, so have you ever done a search on Pinterest with using those different terms like favorite cocktails spelled, you know, the US way versus the Canadian way. Have you ever tested that to see if you get different results? I always by default use the Canadian version. So uh, I, I see it, the American, like I, I like for favorite, for example, I would say like F-O-F-A-V and then I would see the O-R-I-T-E at the bottom. But uh, it's uh, the, the searches there are always the American searches because it's, 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 it's higher searched uh, in the States. So, but whenever I type anything, um, I, I always put the O-U-R. Right. Because you just do it because that's how you spell it. Right? Exactly. <laughs> <It's natural. laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm really excited to dive into this topic about targeting. Like, what are some ways that particularly U.S. audiences and even... Well, yeah, U.S. audiences can really target Canadian audiences accurately. What are some tools that we can use in leading us with my with our last favorite topic of promoted pins? I'm excited to hit that one last. <laughs> um, well, yeah, if you're targeting specifically uh, Canadian audiences, you have to remember that we use the metric system here. So, uh, you're going to have to adapt the unit dimensions like we use Celsius. Uh, instead of Fahrenheit, we use kilometers, not miles, uh, grams instead of ounces, liters instead of gallons. So um, when you use your unit dimensions and you want to target Canadians, uh, make sure you use the metric system. So, uh, But more broadly speaking, uh, if you want to target Canadians, uh, don't go out of your way and put an imagery of you know, a beaver or a moose or a mountie. Uh, don't put like uh, A on like your content or your imagery that just, you know, it doesn't resonate with us. And, uh, you know, we're not, you know, it just, it won't go far. So it, it, it won't feel authentic. So, but go ahead and post as much hockey stuff as you like. That will uh, always be with us. <laughs> <laughs> just post as go. much as you like. Um, we're also big on, uh, on maple syrup here and it's maple syrup season. Um, so between mid-March and end of April, um, like that's maple syrup is not a cliche. It's something that we actually eat up a lot here because it's inexpensive and it has its season. So like uh, maple syrup recipes uh, skyrockets uh, in that season. So um, maple butter, maple cookies, maple fudge, it's like... It's a, verse, it's a very versatile ingredient because it's a natural liquid sweetener like honey. So I'm not a baker, but I would imagine anything with honey, you can swap it with uh, <laughs> with maple syrup and it might work very well. And um, yeah, red and white imagery will always work um, if you want to target Canadians, if you want to do it in a more uh, subconscious level. Um, if it still matches your brand, you can go ahead and use 
the red and white imagery. Okay. Promoted pins. The, <laughs> yeah. the topic of the month. In fact, I've been asked about this. And I know there's been a lot of changes that have happened with promoted pins. There's been especially people flooding from Facebook to promoted pins. Can you talk a little bit about um, first, I want to hear like, what do you love about promoted pins? Like what gets you excited about them? And then number two, um, the targeting with them specifically across the border. Yeah. Um, wow. There's, I can talk for hours why promoted pins are so awesome. <laughs> um, if I were to talk to somebody outside of the Pinterest community um, and I talk to them about promoted pins, the first thing that I say is that um, after the campaign is done uh, on any other platform, what happens to your content? It just disappears. Whereas for promoted pins, it's there forever. Um, and that's, that should be the biggest eye opener, uh, that, and, um, the fact that they're all native, you know, when you're on Facebook and Instagram and you see an ad come up, you're not there to look, uh, you know, ads, they're intrusive, but on Pinterest, it's, it's there, it's in the search result of the actual thing that you're looking for. So, those are my two big things that I say. And then I say the whole numbers uh, about uh, the conversions are cheaper and, and all that. But um, yeah, those, those are my two, my two go-tos. Yeah. So. Okay. I like those two go-tos as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, but to target, um, uh, to target what promoted pins would look like if you want to target specifically Canadians. Um, as you know, you can target um, specific locations like provinces, um, but also you can uh, target by the rural and the urban cities. So you can target like the Maritimes and Toronto and Montreal, but like also like Red Deer, Alberta, uh, Cornwall, Ontario, Kamloops, BC. You can really target down to uh, where you want to um like where you want to display your promoted pins. And uh, we have like annual events that happen in Canada uh, that are huge, like uh, the Calgary Stampede, which is like the world's largest outdoor rodeo that happens in July. So by all means, if you have something um, that's related to uh, rodeos, uh, it would really resonate well in, uh, in Canada and specifically Calgary in July. Um, Montreal, we have the Jazz Fest, the Comedy Fest, and the F1 in the summers. Um, Toronto has the Toronto International Film Festival. Uh, we also have the Winterloo in Ottawa, Quebec Winter Festival. So, uh, there's a whole bunch of events uh, in which you can target your promoted pins uh, that could do well in Canada. And another major, um, you can also target language. And if you want to target um, the Quebec market, you use the French language, obviously, uh, because all of us here speak French, but, uh, we speak a different French. So, um, make sure you get a translator that's familiar with our slang. Uh, so don't do like a Google translate. Don't use a Parisian French translator. You have to get someone that's, you know, native to, to Quebec. Yeah. So if if you if you do all if the the targeting properly, your message can resonate with us. So 
Yeah, Quebec represents a quarter of all of Canadian uh, monthly active users on Pinterest. So it, it might be a good idea to try uh, some French pins and um, yeah, go ahead and, and do that. That's really interesting about like who uses it most in Canada too. Like I think that's really important. And even w- when you're talking about like targeting and all these festivals, you know, even thinking down to what you talked about with the maple syrup, like if somebody has an ebook that's all around like how to use maple syrup in cooking or whatever, then you really have this way to target people very specifically with promoted pins that you might not get in just the organic search kind of crossing your fingers and hoping that they see the product, but you can really drill down into that. And those are a lot of great ideas based on these, the seasonality and these big events that happen throughout Canada. And what was the percentage again that use in Quebec? A quarter. So 25% of, uh, of Pinterest monthly active users are in Quebec. So yeah. Wow. That's a big chunk. Before we go here, what would be the final thing you would tell our listeners? What would what do you want them to know about um, how to best reach the Canadian audience? Yeah, um, just be be polite, <laughs> uh, be genuine, um, and just be authentic. Uh, just try to be, uh, you know, to just try to be true to the people who we are. And, um, if, um, if, if you want to be, um, uh, like a, another way to market to Canadians would be, um, cause we're fond of, of products made in Canada. So we have, uh, we like to support a local economy, uh, and we have a certain humble pride in our country. So, um, a creative way that a brand from another country like the U S can enter the Canadian market uh, would be to explore like collaborations with a local influencer or uh, cooperative marketing with a local brand. So uh, by partnering with a Canadian voice, you can get an inside track to building a Canadian audience. So that's just another sneaky method to get into Canada <laughs> if you want to market in Canada. Right. So. Yeah. And really smart too, because especially if they, as a U.S. marketer, don't really understand Canada's spelling, culture, slang, festivals, then using somebody who is native to Canada is really just one of the best ways, which is a perfect lead into tell us a little bit more about where people can go and engage with you and find out more about your services. <laughs> Great segue. Uh, you can uh, reach me at uh, Alex at Kingpin Services or check out my website, kingpinservices.com, or you can. Um, reach me on LinkedIn, uh, just Alex Kopitov. Uh, I'm there. Well, Alex, we really appreciate your information and your insight into this. I know I had a lot of great takeaways and aha moments too that were super helpful. And if anybody wants the links and to go see what Alex is doing, and especially if you are a U.S. marketer who is looking to target in Canada, you've just found your person who is on the ground. (laughs) So go to simplepinmedia.com slash 231 and we'll have all the show notes, the links and how you can barely get more information about how to market in Canada, which is definitely important if you think that you are already having some buyers coming from Canada, especially for your products. So Alex, thanks so much for your wisdom and taking the time to chat with us today. Great. Thanks, Kate. 